in the moment of bad news hitting, they're overwhelmed and the thing may overwhelm you as well. I mean, it may be a sort of an emotionally wrought time for everybody in that room and that's hard. That is difficult. And the thing to do is just be the best you can for them in what they need or appear to need and sometimes just a listening ear and a hug really is all they're looking for. Folks, welcome to Counselors Can Help. Let's demystify the process of counseling. We want to remove barriers, answer your questions, educate, entertain, and inspire you to action. Folks, welcome back to Counselors Can Help. I'm your host, Meryl Fink. Talking to you from sunny Utah, we finally are done with winter. We had record winter snows here, and we have had the first nice day. It's it's wonderful. Went outside, not wearing a coat. Still got a lot of snow. Snow is melting, but it's a good spring day here in Utah. Uh, I want to contrast that with today's show. We're talking tragedy. We're talking bad news. We're talking something has happened to someone, not you, but someone you know, spouse, child, friend, neighbor, coworker. They've got a story about something that has not gone well, some near-term tragedy that has happened, and what to do about it what to say about it, how to support them. So the show is going to be about that because I think there are a lot of mistakes that people make and a lot of lessons I think you can learn. Um, I I went through this recently somewhat, so I really took stock of how I did and went through it and see what could be learned and what how I could do better next time. So that's what this is about. It's about someone telling you that they think they're about to get laid off or they're, again, maybe perhaps there's a family illness, Uh, or maybe even just something much simpler that the person perceives as a tragedy, perceives as bad news, and how to support that. So uh, that's what this show is about. Specifically, we'll start out with a list of do's and don'ts, and we'll start with the do's and end with the don'ts and hopefully finish up with something that you can use. Uh, Of the do list, the thing that I wrote down first is support. So it seems kind of kind of common sense, I guess, but ultimately you're trying to support them and help them in whatever way that they perceive that they need. So that support could come from a lot of different ways, but the first thing is probably just listening. Let them vent on their bad news. You may in your mind be thinking many things. This may not be as bad as they say, or they're making it worse than it is, or you know that kind of thing. But Stating that in that moment is really not the time. So the first do here is just listen and let them vent a bit. And if you don't necessarily follow along the same train of logic that they have, in that case, just sort of repeating back to them what they're saying and how they are feeling best you can tell. Really, you're trying to just be present for them. How can I be here for them as they complain about this thing? Which could be, again, quite catastrophic or it could be minor in your eyes. It doesn't matter. It's a big deal to them. So listen to their story. And when we say listen, there's some don'ts that we would do in there. And I'll get to those in a bit. But the first, the do part is just listen, ask questions, 
restate what they're saying, state your support for them, and maybe even just be present for them. It may be that what they need, especially if it's a child, especially if it's someone you know quite well, maybe what they need is your presence, your physical presence just to be there. And if you can't do that uh, as much as they need, perhaps taking turns or swapping out with your spouse or you know, finding a way to have someone there for them. So really it's trying to support them, listen to them, be present for them, and let them sort of feel that you're there for them, okay? Um, if they don't need your presence physically, all the time or a lot, you could basically say, well, what can I do here? What, how can I help? How can I support you? You are trying to get their take on what exactly they need your help with. It could be something as simple as making some food in the short term. It could be something as simple as a task that they don't want to do that you could do for them. Really, it comes down to what can I do for you to help this situation? What would help this situation right now? And that may take them to answer that for you. You may offer a couple of things and you may say, hey, I could do this or that, but what what do you feel is the most pressing thing? Again, that may not help the situation they're describing, right? If it's about being, uh, let's say, laid off at work, taking some tasks off their plate in the short term or making them food or doing some nice thing for them, doesn't really help that thing, right? It doesn't really help them with that situation, but it is relieving stress in a way. It is showing your support for them. You're doing what you can. You obviously don't have any say into whether they will keep their job or not. You don't have any say into how the test will turn out or uh, the thing with the boyfriend or whatever it is. I mean, you can't do anything about that, but you can help them in some way and maybe take some something off their list of to-dos that would just be a nice thing and shows your support for them. You're trying to take stress off of their plate in this moment. So those are pretty simple. Just kind of listen, be supportive, be there, hear their story, and do what you can for them. And it may be just small, tiny gestures. Totally fine. You may feel that the, the story is so big it needs a grand gesture, and sometimes that's really hard to do that there's no grand gesture that can be done. The thing is already done. It's already happened. What can you do? How can you support them? Another way that you can support them, I think, is to give them a pass. Give the person a pass. And what do I mean by that is it may be that they're not in a good place where they're the nicest to everyone around them. It may be that they're saying some things that you think are a bit unreasonable, It's also possible that they're taking shots at you for what you think is being helpful, they perceive as not being helpful, right? You're you're likely to be meeting up with some unreasonableness in this moment. Because why? Because they're overwhelmed. And when people are overwhelmed emotionally and they're sort of rot, they're not in their best state and they're going to start just saying and doing things that probably aren't rational or reasonable. So when I say give them a pass, I think you're trying to, again, support them, keep them from doing anything dumb or dangerous, taking anything they say as, well, they probably didn't mean that and I'm not going to hold them to it because it is sort of a bad moment and I'm not going to make this moment now about the thing they said to me. The moment now is about what they're going through. 
So that's gonna be that can be very hard to do. That can be very tough to stay on that track because the person will likely say or do things that aren't in their best interest and aren't in their best interest in getting help from those around them. So what you're trying to do here is do the best you can to kind of let some of that stuff go in the moment because it is a, a serious time and it's not about how they're acting in the moment. For the most part, I mean, in, in some ways you may have to step in, but for the most part, you're trying to just let them burn off. Burn off their grief or anger or fear or whatever it is. So that's a strategy to start with. Support, listen, do what you can. Give them a pass. What are some things not to do? Um, many times I think the people or the things that we would list as the don'ts, the things not to do, are done by folks not because they have malevolent intent or not because they just aren't sensitive to the person. But I think for the most part in those moments, we're really sometimes stuck for what to say. We don't know what to say. The simple I'm sorry or that's awful or that's too bad seems to fall a bit short. So let's tell them about a story that we did or we had or our, my story is worse. What the, what the don't comes down to is due to anxiety or your own lack of thinking or understanding, you're now talking about your thing. They're telling their story about the thing that's gone wrong, gone bad, their perception of its tragedy. And you are now telling your story on top of their story about your experience in this tragedy. Which again may sound insensitive. It, you, they're not getting to speak. They're now having to listen to you tell about your story that was some time ago. And that's just not helping, most likely. You're, you're, you're probably well-meaning trying to impart some sort of wisdom or some sort of intent. And in the moment, that's really hard for them to see past the fact that you're now talking about your thing and not listening to their thing. And so, again, that can, this can cause some sort of a lash out. So do your best not to talk about your story, your version, the thing that happened to you. That can almost seem like a, can, I'll top this. I can top your story with a story that's better than mine. Really, the person just wants to complain. And again, if it's a small thing, let them complain about the small thing. You don't have to give them your bigger thing that really they should be glad they don't have, right? That may be a conversation for another time. And what this gets down to is minimizing their pain. We don't want to do that uh, because the thing they're going through, again, is difficult. It doesn't mean it necessarily is the end of the world or the end of the human race as we know it, but in this moment, it is hard on them, and we really don't want to minimize their thing by telling them it's no big deal or quit making such a big deal out of it. Not helpful, likely to get a, a response that will likely start some sort of conflict. Again, how is that helping the situation? Probably not. Even though it was well-intended, even though likely your intent was to get them to see some perspective in that moment, right at that moment, not the time. Um, another don't is too much long-term problem-solving. There, there can be a moment to discuss about, well, we're going to lose our job, therefore, and they may start walking down the scenario of, 
well, this thing's going to happen. Therefore, this means this other thing. And I'm going to, we're going to lose our house. And, you know, you may hear them say a great deal of sort of follow on actions that are going to happen because of this one bad thing, Um, which may, which may be very reasonable or maybe quite off the deep end about how their life is turning into this big pile of, of goo that they don't see how they're going to get out of, right? So in that moment of you're hearing that story and probably thinking, hey, maybe that's a bit over the top or I don't see that as a problem or maybe you're getting a bit too far ahead of yourself, spending too much time again on that from you is too much long-term problem solving in the now. Um, I think the best you can do is try to keep the person in the moment, refer to the things that I mentioned earlier, support them, do show your support, do do some tasks for you and remind them that it's, you know, we're, I'm going to do my best to help you in the moment and we're going to be here to work through the long-term things, but maybe those aren't that important at the moment, but if they want to talk about them, fine, but you're there to just sort of support the idea that you're there to help in the now and, and see what you can do now. The opposite of that don't is what we would say is ignore them or just essentially not even acknowledge their problem because perhaps you think it's so small or again, don't know what to say to them. Their their problem could be quite large. It could be quite significant. And you, again, saying something to them may seem woefully weak in response to what they're going through. Um, I would try to avoid that by saying, what they really want is for people to just acknowledge them and acknowledge what they're going through probably more than anything. And they aren't necessarily looking for the grand gesture or the grand thing that's going to solve it. They just want you to acknowledge their pain. So ignoring them, um, even in a moment where you think, wow, there's a lot going on there and there's absolutely nothing I can do about that. Uh, the ignore, the silence will probably make things actually worse for them. So please try not to do that. Um, Another don't would be to get them to minimize their emotions in a way of you telling them like the basic, you know, stop crying or, you know, calm down, be logical, those kinds of things. Um, Telling them how to handle their emotions in that moment. Again, not helpful. Likely to result in an argument does not really change the situation. And um, I think we get those things because we, again, we do generally feel they're overreacting. Maybe we've seen this kind of behavior before. We kind of feel it's over the top. You may have very good reasons why they don't need to be reacting the way they're reacting currently. But you pointing it out in that moment is probably not going to help things and most likely will just make it worse. So telling them to calm down on their emotions is likely to make it worse and bring back some sort of fight back. I mean, they could lash out at your, your attempt to tell them to calm down, which could just, again, create more of a worse problem. So not really optimum in that situation. That kind of goes along with this idea of telling them what to do, giving them the script of what they need to be doing right now. Not helpful. Now, if they ask, totally different story, totally different. If they would say, wow, what do you recommend? Or I'm overwhelmed. What do you think I should be doing right now? Those kinds of things. Then certainly you're, you've, you've been asked to give your opinion and hey, it's okay to maybe give them a couple of things, but you don't want to get too far out ahead of yourself. I mean, in the short term, in the now is probably what you'd really want to focus on. Um, 
We also don't want to point to too many future problems. As I just said, they may be going down that road and likely they will of what this means, this tragedy, this death, this heartbreak, this failure is going to mean many things to them that they will point out about how this, what this means about their life, um, their luck, their bad luck, all that stuff. It's, they'll start pointing to bigger things. I wouldn't try to pour gas on that by you pointing to bigger things as well or what this means in the future. That likely just increases that type of thinking, which I don't think is productive in the moment, in the near term, not really productive. I mean, I, I tend to think of it in terms of if the boat is sinking and you're out in the lake, there's lots we can talk about, but right now we just need to get to shore. And getting the person to shore, getting them off the boat to safety is sort of your priority in the near term of any situation is how do we get them to some sort of mental stability of some sort of support where we feel like we can get them off the sinking boat in a way that they feel comfortable with and we're able to help them. So um, trying to stay along those terms along that way of thinking, I think is the best in the short term. It keeps you from having discussions that I think ultimately lead to arguments, um, which, which are, which are entirely possible depending on who this person is in relation to you and how you get along with them. So there's some, some do's and don'ts there, something to think about of, well, support them, listen to them, see what you can do for them, let them know you're there for them, but not one-upping them, not getting way out ahead of what this all means, problem solving or ignoring them, telling them to stop doing whatever it is they're doing. Not helpful. So sticking really to just the support, the listen, the what can I do uh, type of mentality, I think is best and, and keeps it the most comfortable, honestly. I think you avoid a lot of the really heavy subjects and you're, you're sticking in the realm of what they can handle, which is just my support of you now. Now, there is time later, and your definition of later really depends on the situation, but there's certainly time later to help them if they need it to resolve a long-term issue that may, this may have brought up. You know, if, if a person has been told they've been laid off and they've got to make some lifestyle changes or get a different job, then certainly the long-term discussion is likely to come up because they need to re- take stock of what's going on here and what should I be doing and what does this mean for my long-term future? And, and, and those kinds of discussions certainly could come and they may ask you about them, but that's not really something to do in the moment as the, as the thing is breaking most likely. Helping them plan out or plot out or strategize where to go from here, I think is helpful when everybody's much more calm and clear-headed and maybe have had a few nights to sleep on it. Again, this, this process of the the bad news may take more than a day, may take a couple days. It may take enough time for them to calm down enough to get a decent night's sleep for the situation to calm down. Whatever it is may take a moment and you're going to have to sort of wade through that before you get to anything resembling long-term plans or suggestions about what to do in the future. I mean, there's, there's going to be time for that. And right in that moment of overwhelm is probably not the time. Ultimately, in the long term, you're trying to support their plan. How can I be to support you? Parents will tend to want to take over the situation. And when a child is small, young, what have you, that may, may be appropriate. 
at times. But as they get older and, and certainly adults, it's more about supporting their plan. It's like, what are your plans? What do you think, you know, what are you thinking about? How can I help you with your plan? What, what sort of steps do you think you will take from here? Letting them know that it's about them. It's about their plan, but I am here to support you. I'm here to support what you've got going on. Not me take over for you or not me tell you what you're doing wrong. Not me tell you what you should be doing. Um, again, all probably well-meaning, but likely um, may not be the best move. And so each, each move, each decision is certainly independent of the person and the situation. So what this comes down to is in the moment of bad news hitting, they're overwhelmed and the thing may overwhelm you as well. I mean, it may be a, a sort of an emotionally wrought time for everybody in that room and that's hard. That is difficult. And the thing to do is just be the best you can for them in what they need or appear to need and sometimes just a listening ear and a hug really is all they're looking for. If you overcomplicate it with too much logic, too much direction, too much this is what you should be doing or not be doing, I think you confuse the situation right off the bat and likely can make it worse and potentially poison some really good in, some really good discussions down the road that could be you know what they do need in a week or so of talking about well what what does this mean for me now going forward or how could I you know uh, strategize or what could I do about this thing there's going to be a, a time for that and you you want to wait for that time to sort of weigh in on those things okay so the bottom line is everybody's going to be faced with this this is a situation that everybody bumps into in their life you will obviously have plenty of your own tragedies or moments but more than that you're going to hear about other people's tragedies and moments and i think it's a good thing to think out ahead of time because it's coming those moments are going to be here and they seem to happen more and more in uh, as the economies go up and down certainly in a downturn there's more and more of bad news that seems to show up the world currently seems to be full of bad news and just about everything but hard economic times can bring on a lot of this bad news cycles and other things that have nothing to do with economics can bring on bad news and sometimes just bad luck can bring on bad news and it's helpful to have some skills and thoughts ahead of time about what we can do if someone brings us bad news and how to support them because ideally we want to help them with the situation right we don't want to make the situation worse we certainly don't want to get into a, a fight or a struggle with them which would then sort of exacerbate an already bad situation. So hope that makes sense. I just wanted to lay that out. I w I, like I said, the reason this came up is I took stock of what, what happened to me. And, and I, in a lot of ways, if I were to grade myself, would probably give myself a B minus in the, in the situation I went through recently. And I thought, well, I could do better than that. What, what is it that I did well? What is it that I didn't do well? And I think where we tend to not do so well is that initial moment of support and listening and not getting too far ahead ourselves into long-term thinking or what should be, what we think, how the person should be reacting. Those aren't helpful. And I think we're all prone to that kind of stuff. And um, in my case, I'm trying to avoid that in the future. I'm trying to see if I could handle those situations a bit better. So that's was the, the genesis of this show. 
why I decided to do this is because I just experienced something and I in fact uh, had a couple another person give me some other bit of news that was not good and I need to know how to do that I mean as a therapist geez you would think I would have thought about this a lot right don't therapists hear bad news all the time um yeah we do not necessarily in this format but we do and and the point is valid that a therapist should be damn good at this you would think and I think in professionally generally we are but when it's your own life, your own kids, your own friends, your own parents, whatever it is, it's different. It's it's harder, and um, it highlights the fact that these moments are difficult when you yourself are emotionally wrought as they are telling you this bad news or this uh, this bad story. So don't beat yourself up over it if you don't handle it quite the way you would like, but I think this is a good review, something I'm certainly going to keep in mind going forward as bad news comes to my door or someone that I know and how do I support them. So hopefully that helps and uh, we'll talk to you next time about this and other topics on Counselors Can Help. Our mission is to spread the word that counselors can help. We want to teach you how to get started and get the most out of therapy. We encourage you to reach out to a professional in your area to help yourself through a loved one. Thank you to Kelsey Pink, our production assistant and chief of technology and social media. Thanks to Aspire Counseling at AspireUT.com for their support. If you want to know more about how counselors can help, go to counselorscanhelp.com. We have lots of resources, information, and we update it all the time. We'll see you next time on Counselors Can Help, a production of Merge Publishing.